Some of the players might be just be cut from the team. Others will be continued to carry on and see how things are going to be. So just think about it. Are you going to be following the teams and their players if you've seen the NFL as it is? Obviously, they're not going to cut the starting starting, starting bench. <laughs> However, it's going to be very interesting to see who's going to make it, who's essential. <laughs> Starting on the Bench. It's a podcast about sports culture, news-related content that strives to focus on learning from the bench. It's been a great week uh, right off the bat. It just felt like a, a great set, a great set of couple of days, great sets at the gym. Um, definitely a morning pool, morning scheduled pool time for cardio has been, it's a great workout. I would definitely recommend for those who enjoy swimming i guess who who want to learn how to swim uh, who knew that scheduled pool time actually helps with mental st- mental state mental stability it's something that i personally enjoy doing it helps with cardio and it, it helps me focus on different and helps me helps me helps me stay focused and sharp and we've got a bunch of information a bunch of topics to uncover today obviously this is something that I haven't talked about, but I really want to cover. First things first on the topic is just a briefly kind of talking about the Redskins. Jack Del Rio hits back after fans criticize him for being a Trump supporter. This is something that, uh, as, as a European, confuses me to what exactly happens. But it's just funny how it all started with fake tweets and him responding to certain things that did not. It's just somebody created an account and talked about it. And so it's just funny how... Certain officials, coaches, GMs, or something like that. Those people, they're they're talking about <laughs> responding to fake tweets. So it's always funny how things turn out not to be the way they should or are. And then he got some heat for it. So on on that kind of topic, I just wanted to highlight that. Please, everybody, make sure you, if you tweet something, tweet something wise. Don't get into trouble. Be careful. Um, I guess stay vigilant. I don't know if it's a good advice, but make sure you don't tweet anything stupid or something that you'll regret in the future. I know we all grow up. We think that things are not funny, but this, this is just ridiculous. I feel like NFL teams are held up to certain standards, certain stronger standards. And so I feel like this is something that needs to be extended towards, uh, GMs and coaches, defensive, offensive linemen. Whatever it is, make sure that you're smart about it. So it's just, it was a funny thing to wake up to. A headline that says, uh, Red, uh, Redskins uh, coach is all of a sudden being bombarded because of fake tweets. And he's like, I'm not supporting, but then I'm supporting. I have no idea what's going on, but just fake tweets get me sometimes on Instagram. And if you're following us and starting on the bench, please do. Uh, we've got a lot of bunch of content on stories and our uh, in our post. So it's it's just funny how things turn out to be. The second set of news, I have a confession to make. NBA players still refuse to play in Orlando. And this is something, I think this is my uh, my last or my recent update of a statement that I think that some NBA players refuse to play because it's dangerous. I know I said it before and I, I know that I want them to succeed. I want them. I want this championship to not have asterisks at the end of a, a 2020 championship, uh, at the end of the name. However, 
you know, I felt like some of the players are obviously they're scared for their health, but I've never put it this way. I've never seen it this way. It says um, uh, they're they're trying to play the game in order bec- they they want to play ball because they enjoy it. However, they're so afraid to get sick, not because of themselves, but because of the families that they're afraid that they have young kids, they have they have parents, they have grandparents, and and I respect that that you know grandparents and little kids that's that's the primary goal is that i want to protect people who are who are in that age and the idea of bringing in jr smith and this whole wave of like oh you know what if you're not gonna play then i'm gonna bring somebody from retirement and i'm like oh man this again this again and at first i thought it was a joke but then all of a sudden we feel like social i feel like the lakers got this idea that oh hold on Social media has this idea. I I think it, it's a good thing to do. Let's let's go for it. And so I think that J- it sounds like J.R. Smith is going to be joining the combine. I saw some couple of memes that kind of looked like J.R. Smith show up to the Lakers, uh, the, to the Lakers training center, and all of a sudden everybody's empty, and so every, you know nobody gave him a memo to go into Orlando to train there. So it's just funny, but honestly, I'll be curious to see who's going to be playing in the Lakers in the finals, uh, who's going to be playing probably the Lakers. Uh, that that's my prediction. I think that they've got the best chances. Uh, I know that some people are talking about. Lakers and Clippers games and I think that's something that's gonna go to game six but it's true it's uh, my last I I would say that it would be very important for me to say that listen I understand it's a problem it's definitely something to be aware of uh, be alert but you have to understand that everybody has families those families have kids though and those kids have grandparents so you have to make sure that you're cautious about it and certain people would say that you know what I'm gonna skip this year I'm gonna go for something else so that that's what's happening so I think that uh you know I there's a potential I know that other sportsmen other athletes are getting sick obviously you know Ezekiel Elliott he got sick and then all of a sudden a couple of days later he was I mean obviously he was diagnosed with corona with a with a Rona diagnosis, and after a couple of days being sick, uh, he volunteers to be a, a guinea pig for the future athletes in hopes to help them uh, leave the starting of the season on time. And it really didn't affect him much, but a lot of people have kids, and again, same thing. They may have kids with asthma, and they may have newborn babies. Their parents or grandparents may live with them. So he was referring to starting uh, either season time or starting a season without making sure that every athlete has a chance to test if if they if they're positive or they're negative for the rona diagnosis. So, I think that it's going to be uh, a heck of a try from Zeke, a heck of a possibility for NFL to jump start on whatever they're planning on doing. And the same thing with NBA players now. It's um it's spreading a little bit more. I know that the whole Clemson uh, team got sick, diagnosed, and tested positive. Other situations, it's just overall a, a little bit of a nightmare. But maybe it's because of um, maybe because of testing. Uh, I know that I can't remember. One of the politicians said that the reason why more people get sick is because there's more testing involved. And it's just funny how it's like. I mean, obviously, you know, it's like <laughs> there is a logical 
reason why things happen. But again, it's just something that if you test more for the for the diagnosis for the for the corona, then there are chances that somebody else has it. So there's going to be more people involved. But it's kind of like you can't fail an exam if you don't go to one. And that's something that I'm like, oh my goodness, are you kidding me? Is this where is this where it's all about? Is this what's happening? It would be interesting. My my prognosis for that is that NFL will be postponed until October. I think until a month because again, I don't think that two months is enough. I know living in Ukraine right now, there's a danger of corona spiking up again in October, uh late September, beginning of October. I think that this is going to affect the sports. I think that the more people will be tested, the more it will be revealed and we have to make sure that there are precautions. And I think that it will be more lenient towards uh, uh, streaming games. I think that it's going to affect the players um, uh, mentally because they need the audience. But again, uh, we have millions upon millions upon millions upon millions on the line. So I think that it's going to uh, the the NFL, the league is going to do whatever it takes. Of course, with with a side of caution, understanding what it's going to progress and how th- how things are going to turn out. But it it is what it is. I I think NFL right now is such a mess. I mean, you obviously heard the news that Cam Newton finally got signed. It was for a one-year deal with the Patriots. Um, this 31-year-old NFL MVP. Um, it, some people say that he's underpaid. I know uh, Richard Sherman was like, you got to pay him more. How dare you, his uh, MVP. You have to give him more. But at the same time, like nobody wanted to sign him. And all of a sudden, Patriots are like, oh, I guess fine, I'll do it. <laughs> and so so I think that it's, it, it's something that... Um, the Patriots have definitely valued and looked at and seen how things are going to be. And I think definitely Cam Newton's going to help the NFL, not from, not just for the Patriots, but I think for viewership, I think that a lot of people still are big fans of him. And NFL has been working day and night to make sure that their progress towards opening a season in September is undoubtedly their own. This this is their flag. They're carrying it to the end, and they want to make sure that they start on time. However, I think that there are some setbacks from not just from a health perspectives, but from social media perspectives that I think that personally will hinder their uh, their viewerships, or it will hinder how people perceive NFL right now. Because again, you can be very cautious, but if you're not being transparent with uh, the with the public of how you uh, make sure you you know, obviously you wear your mask, hygiene and all of that. I know uh, Formula One has been doing their best to make sure that people see each team be so cautious about this coronavirus, about how their hygiene is played in the in the in the workplace, you know, how everybody uh, communicates and all that. So I think that NFL, it's it's much bigger in the state. So this is going to be not just a huge spike of attention, but a, maybe a potentially a huge spike of Corona as well in the fall. So, first of all, I want to start with saying that Colin Kaepernick uh, remains unsigned, even though there are a lot of conversations from different teams saying that he will be signed. There's this great article by CBS Sports that talked about, just briefly, if if you don't, I'm going to read it if you don't mind uh, sitting back and listening. It says that it's great to hear all of these coaches and GMs and owners speaking in 
hypotheticals about the QB who has been systematically erased from NFL free agency for like three years now being an option for them. It's progress, I suppose, but talk is cheap and through all of my reporting, I have yet to hear of one team reaching out to schedule a workout or take any action whatsoever towards actually giving this guy a shot. Now, I'm going to pause here for a second and say that uh, Ka- Kaepernick did have uh, one tryout this year in 2020, and I think another one he had in 2019. He did have a tryout uh, with his own wide receivers, and um, he did have it, I think, in his uh, own turf. So he he said, "Hey, I'm going to be at the stadium at this gym. I'm gonna these are going to be my wide receivers uh, or running backs, whatever it is. Mostly it's wide receivers, and then." He said, you can, you know, whatever it is. So, you know, you can grade me. You can look how I'm doing. And all uh, seven teams showed up. Out of the seven teams, everybody said that he's in great shape, has arm as well. Everything is great. But for some reason, nobody signed him. And some of them say that, oh, well, we already have team. Uh, we already have quarterbacks. Others say that, you know, we would sign him, but as a backup. And he didn't want to do that, obviously, because he... You know, yeah, he, he's a good quarterback. I don't think he's a great quarterback. I think he's a good quarterback. Looking at the roster that we have right now, uh, if it was up to me, I don't think I would put Colin as a part of my um, roster for fantasy football. Just because if you've been in retirement for so long, it will be very hard for you to come back in the same uh, physique that you were before. Obviously, the same thing goes for... Uh, Antonio Brown. Whenever you know, there's there are rumors that Tampa Bay Buccaneers might sign him, but it's just rumor that you know it it just it makes sense because he already lives. AB already lives in Miami, so he would be doing a drive or he would rent a place or something like that. So I think that there's a lot of conversations. There's a lot of talk of Kaepernick being signed, but nobody has done it. And so the article continues saying uh, to maintain that while. It's not possible he returns. It may be improbable. And if he does if it does occur, it will be because of injury to a starting quarterback, right? So it can be, for instance, I thought that maybe the Patriots will get something, but the Patriots have been getting a lot of heat in the past 20 years because they had they have signed some questionable characters. And and then I thought that maybe the the Chargers, the LA Chargers might sign him, but they didn't. Maybe the Lions, the Bills, maybe even uh the the Browns because it feels like he would he would be a perfect fit for uh, Cleveland Browns. However, it's not happening. So maybe somewhere in the midseason, maybe. I mean, obviously Tom Brady. If Kaepernick gets a shot, it will be in season or in camp, I believe. But I don't hear anything that makes me think anything as close to imminent as much as it now sees okay for NFL decision makers to uh, ruminate on the topic in public. So I want to stop right here uh, and say that, again, talk about Kaepernick in public. I feel like it's still a taboo. It's still something that NFL isn't ready to confront or it's just, again, as a person who who's, who's an outsider to the U.S., it feels like there's so many things to still uncover with Kaepernick. And it feels like he deserves a chance, but he needs to as well figure out what kind of teams would he join in. Because obviously, let's say if if, uh, if Chargers or the Browns would offer him a uh, the same probably deal that they offered Cam Newton, a one year deal, was it five seven million dollar uh, a year with incentive and all that? 
and then maybe maybe he's he you know maybe he he doesn't want to go to those teams maybe he would choose some another team another pathway maybe he will remain to be unsigned and just stay in shape and see how things are going to turn out to be during the season i do think that some of the teams do not sign him because he retired and it's so hard to come back out of the retirement there's only a few that i know that actually came back and did didn't so well and I last year I thought that Marshall Lynch is going to break the internet. I did have Seahawks going in the Super Bowl, and unfortunately they didn't. But it's just that mentality that I know they're they're retired. He's retired, and so it's going to be hard for Colin Kaepernick to come back physically. I know there's still social media been targeting. It, it, it's still a taboo, and I even even not so taboo. It's more of like like uh, socially awkward of how things are going to be and I think that it's still going to be worth it because it's not just Kaepernick now it's half of the league for sure will be joining in and kneeling and I mean we obviously will see how things turn out but I'm just saying that it's going to be a very different league starting September or October however they're going to start so I think that I think that this covers basically everything that I wanted to talk to talk about today we obviously have um, Dak Prescott being signed already for being a franchise tag. Jamal Adams is still a Jet, even though I'm hoping and praying that he's going to be a Cowboys. And obviously, in NFL rosters, will will be already cut from the usual 80, 90 to maybe 60 to 70 people. Not everybody's going to be participating in it. And, um, you know, I, I totally understand that it does make sense that some teams don't have to have so many players. Some of the players might be just be cut from the team. Others will be continued to carry on and see how things are going to be. So just think about it. Are you going to be following the teams and their players if you've seen the NFL as it is? Obviously, they're not going to cut the starting, starting, starting bench. <laughs> However... It's going to be very interesting to see who's going to make it, who's essential in the starting roster. So it's going to be a great. I hope to get better. My voice is kind of cracking right now. My noise is stuffy from swimming, swimming pool, swimming in the morning. So I'm excited for the future. Don't worry, I don't have sickness. But I'm excited to see how things are going to be with NFL. And I'm very suspicious right now, specifically with certain teams that I will not disclose until I post it on Instagram. So... Thank you so much for listening, tuning in, subscribing uh, to Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, and wherever you get in. Thank you for tuning in, and I hope you have a great one. All right, peace. Okay.